KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. Mandatory evacuations are out for around a million people in the southeast as they await the arrival of Hurricane Dorian. Hurricane warnings now stretching from the central Georgia coast all the way down to just north of Miami. And then as you move inland, tropical storm warnings and watches. The path, it's by early to tomorrow morning, it's just outside of Melbourne. NBC meteorologist Al Roker. The Category 3 storm has been stalled over the Bahamas and is just crawling along this morning at one mile an hour. And this is a deadly storm, at least five confirmed dead in the Bahamas. Meanwhile, more than 1,200 flights canceled today due to Dorian, which is forecast to skirt the Florida coast while heading north toward Georgia and the Carolinas. A tragedy off the Southern California coast leaves at least 25 people dead. Several others remain unaccounted for after a massive fire tore through a dive boat with more than three dozen people on board. Happened early Monday morning off Santa Cruz Island. No word yet on a cause. The Trump administration is restarting a program that helps seriously ill migrants avoid being deported while they're getting life-saving care. The administration made the announcement Monday after having quietly stopped protections for migrants who are seriously ill. That set off backlash from members of Congress and immigrant advocates. The Deferred Action Program allows people who are in the U.S. illegally to avoid deportation for compelling reasons such as needing critical medical care. Phil Hewlett, NBC News Radio. And authorities say three people were shot outside the Minnesota State Fair and another was hit by a car as festivities wound down last night. The St. Paul Police Department spokesman says many more people could have been hurt. The chaos erupted after an altercation just outside of the main gate. All three victims are expected to survive. The girl who was run over was last listed in critical condition. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Ninth-ranked Notre Dame opened its season, spoiling Scott Satterfield's first game as Louisville's head coach. Ian Book threw for a touchdown and ran for another. The Irish dumped the Cardinals 35-17 at Louisville. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs announced the signing of two-time All-Pro running back LaShawn McCoy two days after he was released by Buffalo. In baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals remain three games ahead of the second-place Cubs in the NL Central following victories by both teams. St. Louis won for the 10th time in 12 games, 3-1 over the Giants. The Cubs kept pace, scoring five times in the seventh to rally past the Mariners 5-1. Elsewhere, the Nationals lost ground on Atlanta, dropping a 7-3 decision to the Mets as Noah Syndergaard held the Nationals to three hits, fanning 10 over seven innings. Meanwhile, the Braves doubled up the Blue Jays 6-3. The Phillies rolled to a 7-1 win against Cincinnati. That's sports. I'm Seth Everett. Hey, Ryan, do we have any beer in the fridge? Nah, I thought you got some. Oh, the game starts in five minutes. And you drank the last beer at midnight on Friday. I wish there was a place that delivered beer. Yes, I'm Captain Crafted. I'm here to bring you beer. That's Captain, C-R-A-F-T, apostrophe D. Why? Because there's no E, just a D, as in deliver, because Captain Crafted delivers. That's right, the Crafted Beer Store in Redlands is now open for business with great prices and deliveries of your favorite beer, wine, spirits, water, ice, and mixers. Did I mention their great prices? That's C-R-A-F-T. D-B-E-E-R-Store.com or Fred Crafted Beer Store on Facebook.com. Make it easy. Google Redlands Beer Delivery. Look for Crafted Beer. Crafted Beer Store in Redlands is now open for beersness. And I'm here to deliver. Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening, and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana-related issues. 
We don't just broadcast on the radio. We broadcast to the world, online, on TV, on social media, on Facebook. You'll be all over. Imagine what your friends will say. And KCAA reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations. Join the staff on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. NBC Radio. Jump on the KCAA Express. Call 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. And get ready to transmit. Need a speaker for a church group, women's group, senior group? A speaker with an uplifting message about aging? A speaker with 20 years experience in senior and health care who reveals what you need to know to protect yourself as you grow older? She's the author of the book titled Old Age, The Paradox of Physical Decline and Spiritual Greatness. Author and speaker Barbara Matthews exposes the shortcomings of our present-day system of caring for older adults and offers a better model filled with purpose and meaning. Barbara Matthews is available for presentation from half an hour to all-day events. For more information, email ageofbeing at gmail.com. That's ageofbeing at gmail.com. You can also find her book, Old Age, The Paradox of Physical Decline and Spiritual Greatness at amazon.com. Today we're going to awaken from the hypnotronia and the transylvania. Free yourself mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. Are you ready to awaken from the pedo nightmare? That's right. We're back talking about the Jeffrey Epstein case. I did a show on this a few weeks ago with Brooks Agnew. I have two special guests joining me today to continue the conversation. A federal judge formally closed the criminal case against Jeffrey Epstein earlier. Uh, last month in August, prosecutors previously asked Judge Richard Berman to end the sex trafficking case against Epstein, who supposedly died by suicide earlier in August. Dismissing an indictment against a deceased individual is typically a formality, but Berman took the unusual step to first schedule a hearing in which he invited alleged victims and their lawyers to speak. On August 23rd, victims testified about the alleged abuse at the hands of Epstein. Is it over? I don't think so. Is he really dead? We're going to talk about the top 10 reasons why Epstein could still be alive with investigative journalist Sherry Kane. She's a news commentator, psychosocial analyst, political activist, specializing in uncovering media, media persuasion and manipulation. PSYOPs, we're going to be talking about that. Conspiracy realities and women and children's rights issues. She is vice president of Medical Veritas Journal, has published work in various newspapers, magazines, and websites, and has been interviewed all over the world, including True TV's Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. Uh, she also hosts, she's a co-host of the Insight Hour on bbsradio.com, along with our other guest, Dr. Leonard Horowitz, who is the kingpin of alternative health. We have both of them here today to discuss this special case, why they think he's still alive, and what you can do to handle all this dramatic mess. Welcome, Sherry and Dr. Horowitz. Thank you so much for being here. Well, good to join you. Yeah, great to join you. Well, are you? I don't know if you're as excited as I am to talk about this because I don't hear anybody pretty much out there talking about this too much. It's like he died and away went the whole thing. 
everything's over, moving on, and that is just not right. So, no, yeah, that's, he's not even dead. And, you know, it was really disgusting what they did in that courtroom, how they let the victim speak, and that he already knew the judge, what he was going to do, that he was going to just dismiss it all. I, I still don't get why he had to torture them, make them relive that again. Just it's almost sure. like they did it on purpose where I, I find that when we talk about this kind of stuff, these perpetrators like to humiliate people and they like to uh, prey on children and and I just don't get it. So why don't we start at the beginning? Now, you issued this wonderful newsletter of the top 10 reasons why there's evidence he's still alive. Let's start with number one. Go. <laughs> well, well, we have to Hillary, talk about Hillary, what he well, did. I'll tell you what, Hillary, we we put out we put out so many things. So why don't you tell us what number well, one? I know, I know what number one was. Okay. Number one was the fact that what was Epstein doing for a living? Really, what was he doing? Because he was blackmailing everybody. Exactly. I mean, that's gee whiz. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know what the heck's going on here. If the number one, if I recall correctly, is where he. He has to have an insurance policy. He has to be as engaged as he was with MI6, with British Secret Service, with CIA and Mossad. He's in the, he's in the business of capturing the intelligence and getting the dirt on video of some of the world's most famed celebrities, as well as political activists, as, as, so major players. So he's got video of Clintons. He's got video of Trump. He's got video of virtually everybody. The Bronfman's from Canada, um, and Bronfman plays a big role with uh, with Chelsea Clinton. The, he's in the black book of Epstein, and uh, there's just so many people that Epstein's got dirt on. So why would he not, if that's what his business is, why would he not put aside the videos for his own life insurance policy, put it together with somebody who he loves or he is heavily trusting, uh, such as Gaylene um, Maxwell. Maxwell. And so if he were to be uh, offed, he would simply have given already ahead of time the orders to release whatever it was who he already knew because he's engaged in intelligence. He would already know, know who's coming after him and why? So it doesn't make any sense. And then what's really convincing? Now that's that's a theory, that's a conspiracy theory. However, well, you know, you know, that's a good one. And let me just interject right here for people who might be listening and saying, "What blackmail with sex videos? What are you talking about?" This is a very common practice in the behind the scenes world of a lot of huge places. So it doesn't surprise me one bit that these people were in the business of filming people who then have access and privilege to high paying industry ins and outs. And then we also have this interesting picture of Ghislaine Maxwell coming back out into public for the first time, supposedly since his quote death. And she's sitting there very well posed for the photograph. My question was, where did the photograph come from? Who took the photograph? How did they get it? It looks like it's taken by somebody she's very comfortable with. She's reading a book called uh, about the honor code of CIA, death and life of CIA agents, which I actually found a copy of and started reading to prepare for this show. And uh, she's smiling and she's wearing this strange gold ring that's angled right at the camera. It's so it's so clearly set up to me. We'll get talking about that later on. But I just want to tell people listening, this is a common practice for politicians. It's common practice for celebrities. If you want into these secret society worlds you have to do something worthy on camera that can be held against you um you know where i live in new york we recently had some um uh the uh, uh what's his face i don't even remember the guy who came up with the nexium sex cult here and uh he he was doing the same thing they were videotaping people to hold blackmail over people's heads this is more common than you think so I just wanted to inject that so people can understand the context of what yeah. And they also found some tapes in his safe like that. They had tapes that were labeled 
where it said would have the name of the victim and it would have the the high you know the high power player like the celebrity or the politician on the written on the tape as well it's so common that it is the number one manner in which blackmail and political leverage is played starting with j edgar hoover and the fbi that is how j edgar hoover became the kingpin overseeing the justice department controlling virtually everything in government so that's where epstein was situated yeah, they never got uh, j edgar hoover in drag though right we've, we've that's never right. been able to see but, that no, right? you, you haven't seen pictures <laughs> but you know all about it because he was uh, living with and virtually married to a man and, uh, you know, that story has been hushed up as well. Yeah. So all the stories that you wrote about with Ted Gunderson and the whole about uh, Ted Gunderson, uh, not uh, with him. Uh, yeah, about Ted Gunderson and Barbara Hartwell has written extensively. She was a CIA agent working with Ted Gunderson. This is what goes on. And now besides that, what, what you're talking about is evidence is rock solid evidence in the photography, in the photoshopping that was done on that picture you're describing that was output by the New York Post. Where she looked like, thir like what, 30 years younger than she actually it was, is? Yes, exactly. They photoshopped a younger picture, and you could see, actually, there was a release of the actual picture and the Photoshop picture. And there was no book in the, in the, uh, in the one that There was there. no book in the original non-Photoshop photo so they want us to see that book or they want give us yeah, they, they, they said now who it's was a that? message yeah. yes of course it was it was it's predictive programming messaging and who's outputting the new york post well that's rupert murdoch well hello it was murdoch's son james murdoch who was the uh the executive director non-executive non director of smith klein beecham one of the major yeah. major drug cartels he was already caught blackmailing British parliamentarian officials by by recording their conversations and getting news scoops. So he was wiretapping and he was caught doing that. Now, that's your source. And it's a source. Everyone was looking for Gaylene Maxwell. The Justice Department was supposedly looking where she, she couldn't be found. Well, suddenly now the New York Post. Are you kidding me? They found her. At In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger. Exactly. Reading a book at a fast food restaurant. I mean, come on. How how gullible are we, guys? How Okay. Okay. And then allegedly she was in Massachusetts at the same time, yeah. living with some boyfriend in a house. By locating. By locating. Yeah, that's very near where I grew up, Manchester <laughs> by the sea. And then who who the hell is Gaylene Maxwell? Well, gee whiz, if you study her history and her brothers, they destroyed the father's company after he was supposedly, I believe, he was murdered. And he... and. Maxwell father was also a media mogul. He was like a media. Murdoch, he was like Murdoch. Murdoch. Murdoch took over his whole operation. So Murdoch has an axe to grind. Exactly. So this is ridiculous that the Justice Department isn't isn't even or the media. Now think about the purpose. What's the purpose of the media? They're supposed to be a public duty. They're under public duty license. They're given a license, for example, in the United States, to protect the people with good intelligence. Well, where the hell are they? Well, that's the second. Why. That's the second top reason why I'm still alive, which which is a great introduction to this discussion. I just want to I just want to say something here too. This has this has caught my attention because it's so obviously uh, some kind of psych ops on the public using media manipulation. I have seen people run with any kind of. Uh, you know, insinuation against Trump and make it like a wildfire. See, Trump is a child molester. This person, that person. We really don't know what these people were doing. We do know they were interacting with Jeffrey Epstein and his crew. We do know that it's pretty obvious he was recording people for blackmail issues. In the intelligence community, this is extremely common. So, 
we have a really interesting dynamic here. It, it spans multiple countries. These women were recruited, these young women. Now, I, I want to talk about a little bit also before we, we lose too much time in this. The Tara Mar Project was uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's nonprofit years ago and doing some research in some old websites that are no longer uh, around. The Tara Mar Project had partnered with National Geographic Oxford University, and other, quote, incredible organizations to improve ocean literacy amongst the Terramar community. The Terramar Project says right on the website, I'm reading it verbatim, the Terramar Project offers lesson plans targeting students ranging from five to 18 years in age and includes topics from climate change to plastic pollution in the seas, marine geology to coral reefs. Come to Terramar to learn more about the ocean. Population served, children, infants to 19 years old. Right. Yeah, right. I, we balked at that too. Yeah. I, you know, I read somewhere that she has not closed, or yeah, she has not closed those, that corporation. Well, it's clearly soliciting kids for this reason. Yes. And the fact that National Geographic and Oxford University's name yeah. associated to this really has me concerned. I'm sure other yes. people too, because we're talking about massive money, That's massive right. influence. Money laundering, That's right. exactly. And then when you talk about Oxford, uh, I, a couple of years ago, I did a whole science research project on the Zika virus uh, for the government here in Hawaii, the county of Hawaii was being threatened with Zika. And so it turned out that the, the mosquitoes that Bill Gates was actually releasing in his audiences and telling people we're going to have the cures for all sorts of diseases by mosquitoes injecting into people the particular antigens and vaccine. Anyway, that's Oxford University. They finance the whole thing. They've got a for-profit, just like the CIA does. The NQTEL is a for-profit arm, so they spin off the science into private corporations, and those private corporations then have people like Bill Gates on the board, making the money of stockholders, and that's what Oxford is doing, has been doing for a long time, completely consistent with what, what you're saying about Maxwell. Bill, Bill Gates is also connected to Epstein. Exactly, Because when he yes. died, he left his closest associate, in his will, he named him Epstein, allegedly. That's yes, exactly. An immunologist, biotechnology genius. That's what. That's where, where this, again, predictive programming. They're telling you the suspects right in your face so that you don't see it. You know, I have to say that when you we live near a place that has these, like, fancy boutiques, and when you, it's like Vegas has them, too, like the Chanel and the Louis Vuitton and and the um, with Harry Winston's and you look in these places and they're always empty. And every time I've walked by, I said, why are they always empty? These are front companies, fronts for child sex trafficking, money laundering of that, uh, drugs, arms. It's all connected. It's all connected. Well, it's really difficult for the average Joe to figure this out. And it seems rather, you know, unbelievable, like something out of a movie, you know, that, that these things are going on. And the reality is that they are and we have to pay attention to them. And, and you know, why grown adults prefer to have sex with children is beyond me. Maybe you could speak to that, Leonard, and the energetics of that. Yeah, I'm happy to. You know, it's funny. I actually had to study this for a, a case many, many years ago. I did a, several scientific publications after working with the FBI's method, methods and materials. Quantico, Virginia has two geniuses. Their names are Burgess and Ressler. And they produced what's called the, the motivational model for sexual homicide. So they studied serial killers and they figured out what was the common denominator in their psychology and behavior so they can anticipate their next moves? They had to figure them out. And so that's the model that I studied that I had to work with in, in the case of a Florida dentist that infected six of his patients with his strain of AIDS virus in 1990. And what happens, according to the FBI's and their definitive research, when a child gets traumatized with sexual abuse or even potentially emotional abuse, 
that's severe, the neurology switches so that what a normal person gets joy from, these people get pain from and vice versa. What normally would cause a person terrible pain gives these people pleasure. That's how serial killers can actually dismember people, can serial homicide, and do the worst kinds of things sexually and abusing their victims because they're playing out their own sexual abuse. They have all been traumatized. That's the common denominator. Exactly. They're just repeating what they've seen themselves. And it's a form of therapy, self, like a form of self-therapy. They're working out their psychopathology by dismembering and sexually abusing little children. And also, they feel inferior. They feel like they can be more powerful over a, a smaller a smaller person than themselves. You know, with, whatever it is, it's a part of an inferiority complex as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Could it also be that if this is associated with ritualistic behaviors for certain secret society type groups? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Definitely. that's where that's where one has to go. Yeah. Ultimately. But, but where does one accept to go there? I mean, so it's a really hard place to do to go. I mean, nobody yeah. wants to talk about that. Yes. Nobody yes. wants to. Ex- the New Age communities stick their head in the sands and yes. pretend right. that it doesn't exist. And if you don't talk about it, it won't happen. Well, here we are, folks. You haven't talked about it and it's still happening in high degree. Yes, that's Absolutely. Hillary, here's something ironic. I knew a girl who was very new age and I told her a story about a, a girl that was sexually abused and she started to freak out. She says, I want to remain positive. I don't want to go there. And I got it out of her finally why she felt that way is because she herself had never gotten the therapy that she needed to get or lived out her therapy, be able to see someone, talk to someone. Because she herself had been sexually abused. Yeah. So a lot of these new agers go to that place because they themselves. It's a cop out. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, my uh, famous quote is you can't grab, you can't become optimally enlightened until you come to terms with the depths of the darkness. And people just don't want to go. They're in denial. They put on their rose colored glasses Oh, I'm going to just think so good and then everything will be just fine. Hogwash. That's not the way real life or even karma or judgment or personal evolution. It doesn't operate like that. And the new age, it's all a con. It is a psyops. I believe so. You know, I'm a certified Reiki master teacher and I've been through a lot and I've done work with groups and I've seen it all. And at the end of the day, what comes around is these these guru teachers want to be put on a pedestal. They want to suck all your money out of your wallet and they want you to just regurgitate their teachings over and over. And what it does is it disempowers the individual wool power the the thing that comes with people who 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 don't need the guru on the the pedestal that they find their own empowerment within and they can listen to their own voice and trust their own intuition without need being need you know told what to do so to speak right and uh, and i think that has been really predictively programmed into uh, the industry, I've seen it happen again and again where teachers fall off the pedestals because of some kind of corrupt behavior, fraud. These all really huge dynamics where people just end up kind of saying, oh, my gosh, I've given $40,000 away to this and, you know, 10 years of my life. What now? And then they have to recover from that. It's a big problem. Um, Spirituality shouldn't cost you tens of thousands of dollars for anything. True spirituality lies within. And I think we can all agree on that, no matter what your beliefs are. And uh, it's unfortunate. But I have also seen sexual abuse and human trafficking um, topics come up within the new age community because how many gurus want to have sex with their students so this is a very common thing so I kind of label all of this under massive sexual dysfunction what do you think I think it's com- completely agreed I've been censored Sherry's been censored by the all of the entire new age community all of those consciousness raising organizations that host the conventions 
And that they've shut us out because they just don't want to go to the depths of the darkness, which is where salvation is. And when you talk about salvation, you bring in the whole spiritual connection. Then you look at this picture, this really just terrible picture. You realize it's all satanic. It's Luciferian. You can't justify what is taking place geopolitically and economically directed by these perverts that are total psychopaths. And how are they able to administer this through their secret societies? You have to, and then you start to see the pictures and the evidence to bear the characters over and over again where you're looking at CIA's involvement with Charlie Manson and the more recent Hollywood connections and all the perpetrations and the devil doing. Then you see Michael Aquino. You bring in Colonel Michael Aquino, who wrote for the War College the PSYOPs manuscript of how it is that intelligence organizations can administer this social engineering on a massive scale, using the media to completely befuddle everybody. Then you see it's it's MKUltra, and it's mind control, Mm -hmm. and it is all Luciferian. They literally, this Michael Aquino with the group that came after me, came after Sherry, came after Barbara Hartwell and others. It is an organized, organized crime syndicate that controls minds. And they use and abuse the media. And one of the ways they do that is to shut up people like us. They neutralize the best voices out there, such as yours, Hillary, such as ours, so that they can continue to output propaganda and diversions and deceptions, red herrings. So people can't really see the truth. And when you try to bring them the truth, they call you a conspiracy theorist. And think about Michael Aquino for a second. He's that he started the Temple of Set, which is an offshoot of the, of Church, the Church of, of Satan. Satan. And he's running the government's MK Ultra program. He looks like Grandpa and he, Munster. And he gets on to, and he gets on television <laughs> with Geraldo Rivera. I mean seriously, this is it that's why they do it. They do it so you say, no, this can't be true. It's a psyops. It's a psychological operation because they already know how you're going to think and how you're going to take it. And you're going to take it with a grain of salt because they're dressed like Grandpa Munster. And his wife looks like Vampirella, right? Absolutely. They're totally goffed out and they're running the government. You would never believe it. And again, you know, people people want to say how wonderful Obama was or how wonderful Trump is. They don't get that they're on the same plate. They're on the same acting squad. You know, they don't would it get be fair. Would it be fair to say that you do not get to rise above a certain rung on the ladder of success unless you agree to have something put into place that guarantees your loyalty, such as a blackmail video. I mean, these people aren't going to his island in the Caribbean or his New York apartment not thinking they're going to, you know, not have sex. They're going to have sex with somebody, right? Because he's so connected to these young women and these children. And so they agree. Would it be fair to say they agree to this? Do some of these people actually put this in place so that they can guarantee their careers? 100%. Absolutely. It's unreasonable to believe anything else. Definitely. Uh, We have a friend who had an up-and-coming friend that was going to become a, a huge star, and they told him, you need to act, remove all your morality. You need to forget about everything that you knew about morality. You need to go into this place and you need to accept that we're going to sacrifice children in this place. They actually told him this. And, and he said, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want and to walk away. Exactly. I don't want to, I don't want to have to look sacrifice at, my morality for fame. Look, I don't look want at it. The, look at the story that's just coming out now. That's partial story. They never give you the full picture in Hollywood. Judy Garland, her, she's a classic example. Study her life. She was totally abused. It was a child abuse thing. And that's our star on Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. The whole Wizard of Oz was an MK Ultra. Yeah, look at the red. The, look at this Red Shoes Society. Red shoes. Hillary, did you see this? Oh, red shoes no, I haven't. I'm going to have to look into that. So oh, these right. people are shaped and groomed sexually at an early age to change their their neural pathways and switching gears kind of switching lanes into another way of being so that they're 
controllable. It's kind of like an abuser. If you, if you had a domestic violence issue, it's kind of like a, an abuser in a domestic violence case that controls their partner through these kinds of psychological abuse so that they stay or they don't tell anybody. And it, they, you can see that in other instances. So it's very similar to that, it sounds like to me. But instead, there's just this this appetite for these children that just blows my mind honestly and i'm able to talk about this stuff just fine because i have seen a lot in my you know 15 plus years on the radio i have talked to tons of people tons of different topics so i i've seen it all really and i understand these you know the satanic issue and why people don't want to talk about it and how they can really shut you out and go after you if you start to try to talk about it which is ridiculous because without being able to talk about it how are we supposed to change it Right. right. You know, most of the stars and celebrities, if you start to dig, if they're not related to somebody already in Hollywood and did grow up in that lifestyle, they're related to CIA or um, one of the military officials. The, the music and, industry right yeah. now is so powerful. I mean, we're heavily involved in the music industry with 528 frequency, but the the connections to everything we're talking about even the las vegas massacre we did a book a couple years ago called the las vegas deep state massacre and it goes into all the connections everything from bill gates to uh james uh the director of the oh gee whiz been so so long james murren James Murren, who's the CEO, director, executive director of MGM Grand, which is NBC Universal. So you got MSNBC, where MS is Microsoft. That's Bill Gates. You've got Bill Gates has the top floor of the hotel where the supposed solo shooter is shooting down, uh, creating America's worst uh, crime in history. And, And you see that their connection to James Murren, who shorts the stock before so that MGM Grant, he makes money from even the challenge to MGM Grant. And that's the music industry. It's NBC Universal Music Group that controls 90 percent, the lion's share of the entire messaging going out to youth via, you know, the predictive, the, the programming It's social engineering in messaging. And then the frequency, you add the frequency and the power of particular frequencies to stimulate either either love in your heart, such as 528, or your own ego going into hyperdrive and aggression, such as the 741 frequency. So, you know, they, they've changed the frequencies. They've changed the lyrics to degenerate. Now, is that a reasonably civil society? Is that a reasonably intelligent society? No, it's just the opposite. Now you've got evidence, Hillary, for your theory that this is completely demonic. It's totally Luciferian. And there's no other explanation that makes any sense. It's a blood libel, actually. And that's what it is. It's like the vaccines, right? People want to know, well, why are they killing all these babies? Children are getting vaccinated, infants, babies, and then they die within 24 to 36 hours. Why is that happening? And why is the pharmaceutical companies allowing this or accepting this? And why are they turning a blind eye to it? Because it's all interconnected. It's all that satanic Luciferian agenda. Why Why do they care if a baby dies from a vaccine if they don't care if they're sex trafficking that child or they're raping that child? They make money. Their, their number one psychopathology also is abusing everything. The earth, the politics, the people, babies, They the bloodlines... The, the blood is, like you're saying, ritualistic blood, sacrifices, et cetera. And we're actually currently doing an investigation on an organization in Hawaii that harvests and sells organs. So when a child or even an adult dies of, let's say, a vaccine injury or anything, there is a lot of money to be made by harvesting the organs. And, and the person is not dead. And the stem cells. And the stem yes, cells. Let's not forget exactly. the stem cells. Yeah. And the person is not dead. They feel when you, their, their organs are being removed. People think you have to be dead. Like when you put, I'm an organ donor, on, which I tell everybody, don't ever do that. You put, I'm an organ donor on your driver's license. You're setting yourself up for some greedy person. You go in the hospital. We know a girl went in the hospital for a rash on her leg. She came out 
in ashes in a box. That's what they do. They set you up. They put these drugs in your system. And next thing you know, your organs are being harvested and you're not even dead. They tell the parents, oh, we're going to do it when they're dead. No, sometimes they're in a coma and they feel it. And the connections in the medical industry are disgusting. I mean, I can't believe that colleagues of mine in medicine are actually engaged in this level of crime. This racketeering organized crime is just, I can't, it's hard to it's grasp how, how disgusting it is. It's vast and it has far reaches around the world, especially in the countries where, you know, we live here in America and we have things semi-organized. You go to other countries where they have a lot less protocol, a lot less governing laws, protecting things, so to speak, and it's even worse. You can disappear in another country and never be seen again, which has happened. Um, how has the digital age allowed this atrocity to uh, further itself? I mean, if you think about all the technology that's being put into place by these people who run these organizations and these different arms of government, uh, I have a hard time believing that internet technology, surveillance technology, um, conspiracy theory hunting, which they've now said that uh, the military has now been unleashed to monitor and govern the uh, fake news aspect of this all. This and really, to me, that I think they meant to say, uh, monitor and censor the ones who aren't supposed to be putting out news and information, like people like myself and, and people like you, people who've done a lot of work over the years, a lot of research, are suddenly finding themselves with their platforms being wiped away. Alex Jones' platform was ripped apart uh, over the last year or so because uh, uh, they use Sandy Hook as the reason to do it. And of course, you know, he doesn't have the most uh, lovely demeanor and delivery, but he still did a lot of good work. And there was a lot of people who followed his show for a long time. Donald Trump came on a show in his campaign in 2016. The digital age has brought a new level of playing field for the sorting of people, behaviors. They want to talk about MKUltra and PSYOPs. You want to talk about social media platforms and the tech giants who run them and how they govern and sort information and don't allow people to be seen that they don't want to be seen and do allow the influencers and the, the little superficial socialites that come out and pucker their lips and show their cleavage. Isn't that really doing the same thing? How do you see the digital age in bringing about the topic of human trafficking to a whole nother level? Well, number one, it's desensitization. That's how they're doing it. And it even started with the video games, how these kids would play these video games and they would just shoot randomly or rape or whatever. And at a young age, they're already being, and that's why, you know, when you hear about these shooters, who I think they're, most of them are Manchurian candidates anyway, but when you when you think about people that are young people will pick up a gun and just shoot anybody, they've already been programmed that way. You see it. And even the TV shows, everything is going a certain way where we're programmed. Now, as far as censorship goes, they took down our YouTube channel in 2014 and they just took down our Vimeo channel. The reason they gave us for taking down our Vimeo channel was we didn't talk positively about vaccines. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. Do you know why? Because this, okay, and Leonard, maybe you can speak to this. This vaccine schedule back in 1970 when I was born is much different than it is today. I think that they have, I don't know how many more vaccines are required than, you know, back then. But could you speak a little bit to the, the difference in what what doctors used to require, what the system used to require for vaccinations versus now. I, I mean, it's very, very different. Um, it's actually disgusting. It's the number one genocidal weapon of mass depopulation. People don't realize that that's what vaccinations are. And it's a misnomer. They're not immunizations. They've, they've switched the terms so people think that you're getting immunized. You're actually getting intoxicated and your immune system is getting undermined by the injections of the foreign RNA, foreign DNA, foreign proteins from bacteria, viruses, fungus, yeast, chicken embryo, bovine fetal serum, monkey kidney tissues with smallpox, it's cow pus. 
So it's a it's a virtual witch's brew that goes us back into this whole Luciferian concept where, you know, you're in, involved in Reiki therapy. Well, what's the basis of Reiki therapy? It's consistent with what reality is, is spirituality. We understand we're more than a physical being. So we're, we're spiritual beings. And if you want to boost natural immunity, how does a spiritual being boost their own immunity? Well, it's no mystery. It's a Holy Spirit power of love that does all the healing. It always has. It always will. So what the heck are we doing injecting 12-hour-old infants, for example, with a hepatitis B vaccine that's a sexually transmitted disease? Far and away, 12-hour-old infants who's not even involved in sexual things for, for decades to come, or at least a decade to come. So what, you know, what's going on is you're having a mass mind control manipulation through the technology that you're talking about. The, it, to me, the worst problem with the data mining and the techno media is that every be, everyone becomes susceptible to a false reality where they control. And it's fascinating to understand the connections between spirituality, musical mathematics, and the manner in which digital, it's all one and zero. It's all on off, it's all seductive. And it, it, like, for example, when you look, and going back to what Sherry said about the aggression in children's television and when you look again we just got connected you know disconnected and shut down from vimeo well the whole vimeo industry and the video programming it's all the same cartel and what have they done they've now created television to be more living color than actual reality so it's optimally seductive you, you, you're now increasingly engaging society to question what is real if it's not as colorful as what HDVTV provides, then I'm really not interested because it's boring. So I need that sensory motor programming. I need that sensory motor overload. I need that fix of a fake reality in order to survive and thrive and be successful and call myself successful because that's what's being modeled and it, and if you notice everywhere you go hillary now everyone has their cell phone in their hand nobody's talking to each other you see people out like a couple that look like they're out on a date and what are they doing they're all on the buried phone. in their phones and it's a it's, it's, family. it's a total in- take it's a cult sure mm. we're engaged in yeah. the cult sure and the engineering of a dysfunctional, degenerative, Luciferian agenda. Makes sense to me. I don't know if you're listening and hanging on to every word, but it sure makes a lot of sense to question a lot of this stuff. In an article you wrote, Leonard, you started by saying, in an unprecedented show of bipartisan solidarity, the corporate-controlled media herald Jeffrey Epstein's, quote, death, and denounced conspiracy theories, even one fueled by President Trump. Conspiracy theory is starting to sound a lot like you're a UFO person, you know, if you believe in aliens and UFOs, they laugh at you, discredit you, and write you off as crazy. Well, I have noticed over the years of my career, and especially lately in the last few years, conspiracy theorist is now kind of like a label of discredit. And you better be careful because conspiracy theories, are, theorists are now considered domestic terrorists. What gives with this, guys? Yeah, well, w- welcome to our world. <laughs> it's a way that they can use to censor us and to call us. Um, we're threats to them, but they don't say that we're threats to them. They say we're threats to everybody else. This is how this is how they neutralized me th- from the get-go. You know, if you start to go back in Horowitz's history you realize that they put him together on programs like George Norrie's Coast to Coast, which is totally controlled by Deep State. Which why, which is why he won't interview me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, well, good for you. So that's a badge of honor, actually. You know, so they, they, 
when I was on coast to coast, and this is how they control, they put you on to a certain point. When they want to filter the messages through, they'll get you on. But when they want, when you're going into, for example, too much truth, they'll turn the spigot off. And they'll also discredit you by following your show with this kind of ufology. And that's exactly what they did with me. The mainstream media that permitted me. Remember that? And a witch, too, one time. Yes, they, they follow me. They pair my message with a discreditable, like, you know, ufology type of program or witchcraft program so that people pair Horowitz's name. And that's a way to neutralize Horowitz and his messages. And so that's what they're skilled at. And who's responsible for that? Psychotechnology, largely in the military and the MK uh, Ultra arena, is this Michael Aquino, who we've mentioned already, who created the Temple of Set after Anton LaVey died. His whole organization was taken over by the Temple of Set and Michael Aquino, Colonel Michael Aquino from the Presidio, who was involved in about 60 some odd cases of child abuse and sexual abusing of children. And he never went to prison. He got off scot-free, just like we're looking at the Epstein affair. Right. It's all about them leading the narrative. They want to make sure that they control everything. And when you look at the media, the mainstream, uh, some of them will say, well, you know, he, he killed himself. Others will say, uh, no. I think he, somebody may have killed him, like you had um, with the, the judge. judge yeah, Judge Janine. Janine, right? She said, well, I think the, you know, the broken collarbone proves that somebody, I believe it was foul play. Like, she'll put that out there. But nobody, not one person will say, how do we know that it was really him? And why did they release it, it those wasn't pictures? Him. The- Wait, how, why did they release those pictures that look nothing like it him? It wasn't him. It, they, they created that. This goes back to, again, the New York Post article and the photoshopping. It's obvious that the head is much too large for not. It was not only not Epstein's head. They photoshopped somebody else's head on that nose, gurney. It wasn't, his, it wasn't his nose. It wasn't his ears. And the head was too large for the space that they gave him compared to the uh, the yes. emergency responders. So that it was obviously a Photoshop photograph. And the reality is that it's all this whole psyops so that that's what's controlling. The the issue is it's magic. It's exactly like when, for example, you had we're talking to you from Honolulu about a mile from here is Booz Allen Hamilton. And Edward Snowden, if you remember, released the National Security Agency's thousands of pages of intelligence from Booz Allen Hamilton in Honolulu. So he released the training manuals on how to train the the secret agents who are engaged in this kind of social engineering and programming. And how do you use trolls on the Internet and social media? That was part of what Snowden actually released that people didn't really want to talk about and no real mainstream media, uh, even The Guardian, who released the intelligence, they avoided what I'm telling you now. The social engineering was a technology that used literally magic. And that's what we're seeing with the Epstein affair. Everyone is saying, look over here, he's dead, he's dead, he died. And they created the controversy. Oh, did he die from self-inflicted hanging or did he die from homicide? Nobody looks at what the other hand, it's called the magician's sleight of hand. When one hand is doing the action, everybody's looking at that hand. The other hand, meanwhile, is what's really going on. He's on a plane, the other hand is... Epstein is probably on a plane, if if I were him, and if I were the deep state under the circumstances, 
I would have him in a plastic surgery doctor's office within 24 hours, having a complete face change, having a complete identity change. And with his millions and millions of dollars, he'd be happy living on some other island other than the island where they abused all those children. That's the reality. And they'll send out trolls if you say that you don't think he's dead. It's all over the social media. They'll come out and they'll start to criticize people and say, oh, you you must be a conspiracy theory tinfoil hat if you believe that. <laughs> and we, and, you know, and we just, you know, actually completely, you know, I, we did a beautiful in 2016. We won best film of the year. We produced a film called Unvaxed, a documentary for Robert De Niro who had pulled the film Vax from the Tribeca Film Festival in New York and created a big, big whole series of, of issues with the vaccine arena. But anyway, we did a film on that because we were at the heart of the controversy. And what we found was we discovered the secret society, the deep states controlling organization, the McChrystal Group. Now, you may not remember the name Colonel Stanley McChrystal. He was overseeing intelligence for the Obama administration's war in Afghanistan, which is the opium capital of the world. And so McChrystal went, he got into the snafu with Obama. They retired him. He set up a private company called the McChrystal Group. And that's who is controlling your trolls in the social media that whenever anybody comes out with a real grain of truth, they are already on your ass and they're trying their best to discredit you saying the most outrageous things in the social media. So that's how it's controlling the media and the culture. Well, I'm sure many people can relate to talking about certain subjects on social media platforms and suddenly somebody pops up with a very negative, hurtful comment, probably most likely towards you and your opinion out of nowhere. You've never heard of them. You don't remember friending them. You've never seen their name before. They've never commented on anything. Well, don't worry because... The, the big theory of the Russians taking over Facebook and other social media platforms to sway elections is the cover story for that one. And uh, it was even it was even proven that we had a Cambridge Analytica was hired by the Trump campaign to sway and and move opinions. And so it's really going to become common practice where these big data mining companies, you can hire whoever has the most cash wins and you're able to influence and stick ads and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, half a million dollars. All this stuff is doable, folks, and it's new territory we haven't had the internet our whole lives and we certainly haven't had social media it was was actually born i think 2004 2005 and uh so this is all relatively new territory and so we're starting to get used to this but we are out of time and i want to say thank you to dr leonard horowitz and sherry kane for being here and enjoying our time together talking about some real talk issues thank you so much you guys. Thanks, Hillary. God bless. God bless. All right, guys. I know it's tough to listen to some of these topics and it's tough to conversate with them, especially in our compartmentalized reality as we all take right or left and we pick a side and decide who we're going to hate and we don't get along with people that have different opinions or different perspectives. And that has to change. We have been segregated. We have been sorted. We have been labeled and we have been studied and you need to get back to reality. I'm Hillary Ramo, and this is Real Talk Radio right here on KCAA, where no listeners are left behind. Until next time, take care. See
WKAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. And you're also on Facebook, just do a search for Project Hurt, H-U- Get all the facts, all you need to know on KCAA Radio. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. Aaron here from On the Brink Morning Show, where we talk about all that is engaging in the Inland Empire. News, politics, business, family, things to do, and so much more. Join us weekdays from 6 to 7 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 1050 AM, or on KCAARadio.com.